Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. On August 10, 2018, an employee of Horizon Airlines apparently made an unauthorized flight in one of the airline's Q400 aircraft. This is a twin turboprop aircraft that seats about 75 people. The airline employee, who was not certified to fly by the Federal Aviation Administration and was not authorized to fly or operate the aircraft, took off from SeaTac Airport, flew for about 75 minutes, and crashed into a small island in Puget Sound, south of Seattle. Apparently, he was the only person on board and did not survive the crash. The following day, I had a conversation with BBC's Five Live Radio, where I discussed some of the issues around this event, as well as some of the possible ramifications for future security measures. Across the UK, this is BBC Five Live with Stephen Nolan. As you've been hearing in the news, authorities in the US city of Seattle are trying to work out how an airline employee was able to steal an empty passenger plane from the city's airport. Uh, he flew for nearly an hour with military jets in pursuit and then crashed into a wooded island. The man had made an unauthorised takeoff late on Friday local time, uh, forcing the airport to close. Chris Garvey was walking his dog when he saw the plane. We heard off in the distance a prop plane turn really hard like loud noise like it was low over the ground. We couldn't see it, but you could hear where it was kind of behind the trees. Uh, we heard that noise, and then within a few minutes later, we heard a loud explosion noise. Then the, the, the military planes kept circling, and they went higher and higher. Obviously, we're not broadcasting it tonight, but some of the uh, the, the conversation between the man on board that plane and, and what seemed to be negotiators and air traffic control is, is profoundly sad. Uh, Dr. Todd Curtis is an aviation risk expert. Evening to you, Todd. Oh, good evening, and thank you for having me. What are the details you know so far around this? Well, it appears that this is a person who was an employee of the airline, who, although he was authorized to be around aircraft and even authorized to tow the aircraft, he was certainly not authorized to fly the aircraft. And it's unclear at this point if he had any formal flight training prior to this event. And we know it was not a terrorist incident and that there was no one else on board. What did happen? Did this man have some type of psychotic episode, mental breakdown? Well, the investigation is in its very early stages. And because this is apparently not an accident but a deliberate act, this is a law enforcement investigation. And the U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation is in charge of the investigation. And they haven't released a lot of data or information so far. But one thing that does appear to be clear, that this does not seem to be a terrorist-related act or even one where they even suspect there is a conspiracy of two more people. Do planes have keys? This particular aircraft does not. In fact, as was pointed out by some of the officials in a press conference today, uh, the doors aren't locked externally. There is certainly a latching mechanism. And to start the aircraft, one has to start the systems up in the proper order. And how this person may have gotten the information to do that, that's entirely unclear. But normally, an aircraft like that, which had apparently just recently finished a flight from Victoria, British Columbia to Seattle, was uh, certainly um, capable of flying. And one doesn't have to punch in any codes or turn any keys to do so. Just one has to just uh, start the systems up properly. Todd, I know this story is, is much more important than this, but... It seems extraordinary to me that, you know, to, 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 to start a Ford Fiesta, you need a key. 
to, to, to start a plane, you don't. Well, one of the reasons that you have car keys and keys to your house is for security. That is, uh, these are uh, technologies, an automobile or a physical location like a house that's open to the public. And if you don't take care, someone may go in in an authorized way. But an aircraft, especially in the United States and, and in Europe, it's in a protected environment. There is limited access to where these aircraft are kept, uh, where they are coming and going from, from terminals and such. And as is the case in the United States and elsewhere, the people who are authorized to be near the airplane have to go through some sort of vetting process. In the case of this alleged perpetrator, he apparently went through uh, two different processes, one from his employer and one from the airport authority where, among other things, they looked at 10 years or more of his criminal background to see if there was anything that had been reported by the authorities that would cause concern. And apparently, nothing was in his record that would keep him away from aircraft. What changes do you think this will lead to in in terms of air security, Todd? On an international or national level, it's unclear because this uh, appears at this point to be the actions of a single, uh, somewhat, uh, how should I say, confused individual, to put it uh, as charitably as possible. And if one steps back and thinks, how many hundreds of thousands of people are entrusted with the responsibility of either flying aircraft or operating the aircraft, all of whom have the opportunity to sabotage aircraft or to take it on an unauthorized flight? Yet in the United States, I was going through uh, my records And the last time I can see something even remotely like this happening was in 1987, when a former employee uh, who was disgruntled about being let go um, went on board an aircraft as a passenger and uh, shot both of the pilots dead, killing everyone on board. So it's been over 31 years, and nothing like this has happened. And the the other event that was close to this was in the 1990s, when a FedEx pilot who was not actively flying, he was basically a passenger, tried to commandeer a DC-10 cargo aircraft, but he was thwarted by the crew. So essentially three events I can think of in 30 plus years where an employee, an insider, tried to hijack or sabotage or destroy an airliner. So it's not an enviable record, but it implies that the likelihood of this happening is very, very small. And of course, in Europe, just a few years ago, you had the German wings pilot who apparently locked his captain out of the cockpit and deliberately crashed the aircraft. So human frailty is a worldwide phenomenon, but thankfully extremely rare. Dr. Todd Curtis, thank you very much indeed. For more information on airline safety and security, please visit airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.